0: This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at PlacestoBe Nation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world.
1: All this time, everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. It. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz gonna be here? Papa Fritz is here.
0: episode 32 which oh gosh corresponds with wccw32 july 31st 1982 and i'm with johnny johnny how you doing man i'm doing
2: good doing good
0: and i'm also with my friend kelly kelly how you doing great man doing great that's awesome brother we uh start off a lot and heavy and hey back, back a guy opened up another show yeah jerry von eric versus pete montrose what you make of this one Kelly,
3: um, yeah, I know he's become Montrose has become the the resident uh, opening match guy. That's kind of cool. Um, Kerry again just looks great at this time. I'm I'm super impressed with him. Um, yeah, top star 1982. He was he was uh, right up there, I think. And we got a lot of snug stiff work early, and a lot of mat work too. Yeah. Yeah, stiff shots in the corner, and then it kind of just ended abruptly <laughs> with a discus punch. And then Kerry gives this super cocky cover to Montrose, like a heel cover almost, where he's just got, like, one knee on his chest. Uh, and I was wondering if he was pissed off at Montrose. Did Montrose maybe potato him or something early in the match? Because that was very un-Von uh, Eric like
0: Rather be writing poetry about butterflies when
3: but he had to wrestle. Oh yeah, maybe that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but uh, anyway, my main note was Kerry looks fabulous.
0: Yeah, I mean Kerry looked like a million bucks. He uh, had that kind of like you know this was treated like a competitive squash until he uh, time to beat him, and then he established that he's the star. I, I, I enjoyed it. I'd rather these rather be quick uh, than these little. Long ground, boring. Where we get a lot of chin lock. This was, yeah. Slam, bam, Thank you, ma'am. Made me happy. You see a star on the show, and you're ready to move on. Uh, what'd you make of it, Johnny?
2: Uh, uh, yeah, it was what it was. What it was. But uh, you got full on solidy talking about the David Von Eric heel run in Florida throughout this entire short squash. Yeah. Uh, he's like, and he's he, he's using the terminology. It's hilarious. He's like. Everyone just needs to know that David Von Erich, who is coming back to the territory, and we can't wait to see him join his brothers again, is still a scientific wrestler. (laughs) He is still a – you know what I think it is, uh, Bill? I think it's because well, the last time they were here, we beat them in football, and you know that—that's why. <laughs> oh yeah, right, cause uh It's the—it's—it's uh, the like shut up. Nobody gives a shit.
0: You think he's being told to say this, or is this him going on his own? I don't know. I,
2: mean, I, I, I you'd think Fritz would be like, if it happened twice, he's okay with it because he's maybe paranoid about it, but. Was there ever a a point in the relationship? Because I know Apter was very close with them, but was there ever a point where they weren't for some reason and it was over this? Who knows? But Jesus Christ.
3: I'm thinking there must have been, like, a particular issue of one of the mags that had, like, a... It had to be. ...a big feature on David, like, saying, David says to Fritz, screw you. Yeah, it
2: had to be. It had to be because, again, the... Carrie was there with him being a heel, and you had Fritz doing promos going, my boys are the greatest in the world. And I love those, by the way. Those heel Von Erichs on the road with their daddy telling everyone how great his boys are is great stuff as heels. And uh, and Carrie gets to wear his roach clip and shit. Great. Uh, But uh, this is clearly from a magazine article. It's... Mm -hmm. It's it's weird.
3: Just
0: so they also say like in a lot of in a lot of the shoot interviews you hear from talent um, that Fritz really wasn't always around. So maybe that's another thing. Maybe he had no Ooh. idea they were
2: doing this. That's a, a, that would explain it. Because yeah. uh, oh my god, he um. And then he starts talking about Tommy Rich coming in, and he does even more of this. He goes like, "Yeah, Tommy Rich. He's been, you know, he's been on the rule breaker side, but now he's back to scientific." I'm like, "Jesus <laughs> Christ!" He's talking like he, we used to talk. I mean, <laughs> read those fucking magazines when we were 14 years old, 13. Yeah. And then he gets in the line after Kerry does that that cool pin, or I was just like, "Yeah, Kerry, you just kicked his ass, and, you know, do, do a little pose is okay." And uh, he was like because he's been talking about nothing else but this David shit and he goes, yeah, Carrie wins the match with no effort <laughs> and that, and that's all he's got because it, it, it's short, <laughs> that's all he has to say,
0: he's an idiot <laughs> that leads us into a Bugsy McGraw interview, Johnny what's going on here? <laughs> fucking Bugsy <laughs> well, you know, ooh, ooh. I'm like <laughs>
2: We know that oh, the great Kabuki is supposedly fearless, but he's not because he, he's scared of gorillas. <laughs> and he's trying to do a little of your jive, Dusty Roads type thing, you know, white guy doing the black uh, thing. He's, Jimmy Valiant does it a bit, you know, a lot. They're, Dusty and Jimmy Powell are good at it. <laughs> Bugsy, the way he moves and does it, he he sounds like a sassy old black woman.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, he's like an Aunt Esther who doesn't take any shit. And when you, when you see him in this getup, acting like this, it's fucking bonkers. But again, more power to him because it's over as fuck.
3: Yeah.
0: Now here's the question for you guys. Morgan McGraw has been like, I'll ask you Kelly first, and I'll ask you Johnny. It's been all over the television the last probably the last month or so since the babyface turn. Mm-hmm. Do you think feel, this is more of a production thing, like, hey, this guy's really interesting to shoot, and we can do wacky things, than about generating money for the territory? Do you think this is more of a of like a Mickey Grant decision than a Gary Hart decision?
3: Yeah, I would. guess maybe uh maybe just more for the tv for the making it more of like a variety show with comedy now into it with to um contrast with the serious wrestling that that makes sense
0: yeah because i mean it it just seems like he's totally differently different than anybody else in the territory Mm -hmm. and they're not pushing him as like this big contender but they're pushing him like like almost like the most important thing on the television what, what about you, Johnny? What
2: are you feeling on this? Well, I think – I agree with what Kelly said, but I think also it is – there's – you pointed out. They're not filling this place. They need to draw. They need to make money. And these kids are loving this. They There's tons of kids there going apeshit for Pugsy fucking McGraw. And kids see that on TV. They go, Mom, I want to go with all the – look at all the other kids my age down there having – fun. I want to go too. It can't be fucking expensive, you know? And so Bugsy McGraw is right now making them money. He's drawing a crowd. Uh, a crowd with, you know, all those little all those little kids are running up front and all their parents or their moms are sitting in the back and whatever. like Or even just, they dropped them off. Who knows? Like, yeah, we're dropping you off. We'll pick you up in a couple hours. You know, but these kids want to be at that show and cheer this guy.
1: So,
0: make an interesting point about him drawing the kids. Yeah, because Kerry and Kevin, even though they're the hotter act, not even that they're hotter acts. Because right now, the Bugsy is actually a bigger draw for the company. Uh, but I think eventually, Bugsy's not a guy you can put on top of your oh story. no
2: no he's wow. but that,
0: that that that's
2: there's always room for a character like that. They, the yeah. WWF, well,
0: agree, agree. they I totally only agreed.
2: Well, the W W F in the. Uh, Mid '80s on through the boom and everything, they, that roster was filled with those two characters. Oh
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, I agree. I think, yeah. I think, especially in one, I think, I think it's perfect to have one guy like that because it makes them special. Yeah. Um, David, at least McGraw versus Captain Frank. Do you think, Kelly? Uh, what, what, what happened here?
3: Ah, uh, well, like I said, you know, you need the comedy. And the- uh, hold on, hold on. Genius happened here. Genius. Just, uh, <laughs> yes, this was Johnny's. Nomination for the greatest match of all time, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, pure comedy match. Uh, you know, it was unorthodox, Bugsy confusing Captain Frank. And the crowd loved it. Um, I liked the spot where Dusik tried to match Bugsy's craziness with the, the slamming his head into the turnbuckle. it <laughs> was great. But, but, of course, ended up hurting himself, staggering around. Yeah. Um, so this was uh, interesting also for Mercer and um, Saldi on commentary, chronicling the, the downfall of Frank Dusik since Because um, <laughs> they go through the whole story, how he came into the territory with five men, apparently. Um, five? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, he had, of course, Irwin. He had Killer Tim Brooks. Um, I'm not sure who else he had. But this was going back to 1981 because on the – the Christmas show he did, he was there, um, and then so yeah, he had more of a group then, and he was managing champions, and but now he's all alone, you know, and 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 to top it all off, he's he's the bitch of David Manning. <laughs> so yeah, Dusick, like if, if the internet was around in 1982, you'd have Dusick's getting buried, in, you know, posts. Frank Dusik has
2: backstage. Frank, uh, Frank Dusick has backstage heat. Yeah, that's uh, what I heard. You know. Yeah,
3: because <laughs> yeah, he is. I mean, he's he's pre- at a pretty low point now. I don't know how much time he has left in the territory. in life,
2: in life or wrestling. <laughs> <'Cause> Both. <laughs> yeah. he, he might be the he might be the first casualty.
0: <laughs> yeah. He going to be paired with Wild Bill Irwin, who's headlined the last two shows.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's quite the fall for poor Frank. So I, I like that they recap that whole thing. And I mean, it's, it's been a consistent story since we started watching it that Frank is slowly losing it all. Um, and then the finish was Bugsy with a bucket of water, throwing it on Dusick, which is pretty much the only way this one could end. Um, and then a, a big elbow and the pin. Um, four and a half stars. I.
0: Great out of Bozo the Clown gimmicks. I mean, you gotta love it. Uh, Johnny, talk about this brilliance.
2: Uh, this is, I'm gonna do, I have a few points I made, uh, and then I'm gonna get to why why this is amazing. First of all, fucking, we gotta start with the bad, and that's Saldy, and his description of Bugsy McGraw. <laughs> this is, hold on, I gather myself here. It's Bugsy McGraw, <laughs> The, the the intellectual favorite known as everyone's favorite, Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you, fucking, you fucking, ah, he, uh, he, he's, a, he's a fucking moron. Ah, and it, so this match, as this match is going on, it cuts to the audience, and there's an old motherfucker with no teeth. Just grinning, the no tooth grin, loving everything, watching everything's going on, like, like just having a good old time. I uh, love that guy. Uh, but yeah, deucing the headbutt thing was, I thought, fantastic. And I'm watching this, and because Bugsy's in his garbage can, he's got this a cooler. I was like, yeah, oh, Bugsy's got, I'm like, that's, you know, he's not as crazy as you, know, you think, you know? I'd bring a cooler to work too. I do bring a cooler to work quite often. And, <laughs> He's full of water, and he's splashing himself because it's hot in that fucking sportatorium. And he hits Frank Dusik with it and stuns him. And it's ice-cold water! And Dusik's standing there soaking wet, embarrassed. This, this is it. He's going home, and this is the night. And kaboom! Is this, you think this is just goodbye to the territory? Well, it's goodbye to everything, possibly, but it's it, he can't be i know he's not around for much longer it just seems to keep lasting like you think david manning would be it but <laughs> you know but but here's the thing this match was fucking brilliant because what they were doing out there these two professionals were doing out there were putting on this style of a wrestling match this is what they're going to do and they do it to perfection. It's it's fantastic. It's Wrestling is a performance. And this was the performance choice. They're going to do this style of match. And for this style of match, I've not seen much better. This is on the high end. You call them comedy matches or what have you. They're both perfect in their roles. Dusick is amazing here, just being the foil. I mean, he's Elmer Fudd to Bugs Bunny throughout this whole thing, and it's great. I I I, I, went, I, I didn't say it was the greatest match of all time. I said <laughs> that list that list they've got out there. Yeah, this should be on it to represent this style of wrestling. Right. Because wrestling, I I hate when people go, well, it's good for what it is, but it isn't wrestling. Of course it's fucking wrestling. There's lots of different types. Yeah. And that's what this is. You know, I might, by the way, I wouldn't even get involved in that thing because I, I, that greatest match ever, I go, oh, Magnum, Magnum Tully in the cage. End of argument. You know, that's, I don't even entertain anything else. But on a list, this should be on uh, one of the, as the greatest of this style of match. It's I thought it was brilliant.
3: That's a good point. Yeah,
0: It does an interesting take, Johnny. I'll, I'll put it under the interesting file. Um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> then it just leads us into a. Uh, we have the Magic Dragon out there and, and the Great Kabuki. They're ready to wrestle uh, Brian Adidas and and, and Renesto. But man, Lothario comes out interrupts get this pretty fun challenge uh, uh, to, to a fight between those guys for injuring El Solitario. I really like this, but uh, this is not Jose from Houston. This is Jose from World Class, and it's Kabuki and Dragon, so I'm not all that pumped up for it. But I thought it was a fun segment. Uh, it was a it was an interesting angle, and it's uh, not an angle you normally would see. What do you think of it, Kelly?
3: Yeah, it is interesting. We we haven't seen this sort of thing really, uh, where Jose comes in, grabs the mic, and and is very serious. And this is just old time, good old time wrestling here. Challenging Kabuki and Dragon, you know, because he wants revenge because he they hurt his friend El, Sol, El Solitario in Mexico. Apparently, uh, of course, that was totally fictitious i'm sure but whatever um and then he he cut the promo both in english and in spanish and yeah this is leading to something i don't know if we'll see it on our show but uh it's nice to see jose back in the mix because you're never sure uh if he if he's gone for good he's 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 very you know he's kind of like a once a month guy now um but always entertaining uh yeah cool
0: what about you john
2: well, you know, maybe you're right. And Fritz wasn't there. And this was just uh, Jose being fed up. <laughs> he's going into business for himself. You know, just right in the middle, as this match is about to start, Jose. And he's like, what do you do to my friend El Sotero," And they're all, like, the, the bad guys are super upset and arguing amongst themselves about this. And, again, it's world-class. We're like, Did what happened? I don't know. Did we miss something? <laughs> you know but it's jose and it's great and he's doing when he hits it in spanish yeah it turns up because while he's doing this in english he's getting his point across but it's kind of stumbling a little bit he hits spanish it goes into overdrive
0: yeah and yeah
2: it's it's badass and i'm just like i don't care why this is happening but i'm happy it's happening <laughs> yeah. because fucking i love jose
4: lothario
1: promotional consideration paid for by the following
4: Hey, pro wrestling announcer Kevin Kelly here. I want to make sure you are all subscribed to all the great feeds here at Place to Be Nation. It's really easy to do. Just head to iTunes or your preferred podcatcher app today and search and subscribe to the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, which, of course, includes the full archives of The Kevin Kelly Show, the Place to Be Nation pod feed, and the pro wrestling only feed. Subscribe, listen, and then rate us and leave feedback today. And be sure to give Justin your true thoughts. I mean, don't hold back. After all, he is kind of a jerk. Just listen to Scott.
5: Place dominations JT Rizzero and Chad Campbell here. We want to let you know that we have a ton of great podcasts available to you on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and PlayStation.com, And we offer those to you on three great feeds on the place to be nation wrestling feed we bring you the mothership the original place to be podcast as well as main event to lucha afterground, and our monthly pay-per-view reaction shows as well as the our vantage point podcast and jeff learns wrestling in addition to these full-length shows we also deliver
4: quick hit pod blasts on topics old and new Over on the Pro Wrestling Only feed, we dive deep inside the wrestling business with a stacked army of experts leading the way. The feed features potpourri shows such as This Week in Wrestling, Greetings from Allentown, Psychology is Dead, Puro Puri, Stacy and Elliot's Bogus Journey, and the Military Industrial Suplex. We also have shows that focus intently on certain topics like Letters from Center Stage, Space City, and NWA Classics On Demand Adventure, Through the Years, Strong Style History, Strong Style Story, and Mount Olympus. Plus, The Feed has the full archives of legendary shows like Titans of Wrestling, Where the Big Boys Play, Letters from Kfabe, and much more. And on our popular Place to Be Nation pop podcast feed, we offer such great shows as the Glenn Butler Podcast our Spectacular, Rank and File, PTBN Dadcast, Go Home in a Box, NBA Team, and Lucha Undead, as well as a vertible podcast heaven for comics fans with the hard-traveling fanboys, Sellers Points, Todd Weber's Conversation, Geek and Sassy, and Imaginary Stories Podcasts. You can find all these
5: current shows plus archives of our past podcasts, including The Kevin Kelly Show, as well by subscribing to all of our feeds on iTunes. And while there, be sure to rate and leave feedback as well. All of these shows, plus others available on Placemination.com, where we cover pro wrestling, sports, movies, comics, plus in-depth stretch projects and more. Be sure to support our site by using Placemination.com backslash Amazon when shopping online, and download our free PTB vintage vault refresh ebooks via the links on our site. We also want to thank our friends at Bonehead's Wing Bar in West Warwick, Rhode Island in Fall River, Massachusetts, thehistory of Wrestling.com, and Scott Keats Blog of Doom. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr as well. Placemination.com, the only place to be. Your pop culture world,
0: and then we after this pretty hot angle, we get a uh, uh, I don't know what's worse, the match or those fucking I don't know the, the Rostov gimmick, <laughs>
3: Renesto's tights, you know. the
0: great ah,
3: Ronesto. I- <laughs>
0: Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll see what exactly what he was packing. Uh, <laughs> oh,
3: yeah.
0: oh yeah. You saw it. You know, I, I was creeped out completely. Ooh. I this creepier than Bucky with the kids.
3: Okay, well let me paint the picture for the listeners. So Roberto <laughs> yeah, Redesto, too. we we've seen him a few times. Uh, but he's wearing the these yellow mustard yellow tights, like a like a singlet type thing but with the long pants and yeah, they leave nothing to the imagination. <laughs> Good Lord. They're horrible. Some of the worst wrestling gear I've ever seen on, on a human being. <laughs> <laughs> so if you watch this show for any reason, just check that out. It's, you know, halfway through the show. It
0: makes uh, me miss the Baron's fucking cape.
3: Oh, it's... Oh no, no, dude, this is brilliant.
2: No, it, it's why, cause you see it. Cause when you, when you say leaving nothing in the imagination, you have to also know that uh, the the great Renesto here um, is a flabby man.
3: Yeah. So it's yeah.
2: all flabby. His pecker's pointing out in the front, <laughs> and and it's yellow. And but see, he's got a bit of curly hair. He's Ernesto. He's, he's Italian. He's got a mustache. His little pencil thin ish mustache. And the boots are also yellow, yeah. but have a, just a little, like, black trim or red trim. You can't really tell. He looks like an out-of-shape trapeze artist. He <laughs> <laughs> used to be the great Ronesto, but, you know, he he dropped someone, and now he has to wrestle. And he got fat and out of shape.
3: It's the worst outfit I've ever seen in my life. So, so bad. Um, the match was another extended squash, with um, Adidas looking I fine. I think he's he's been okay so far. Uh, he's got a good look. He's athletic. Um, you know he's far from the worst guy on the roster.
2: Oh, wait, 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 hold on. See that arm drag?
5: Uh, okay. Ooh. I mean,
3: yeah. I mean, he's still he's still green. But, I mean, if I was watching at this time and didn't know what was coming in the future, I would say, oh, he's got potential. Um, Kabuki and Dragon are feeling kind of stale, I think. Don't you guys think? Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, They've been on these shows constantly. Yes. And ever since uh, Kevin whooped the shit out of them, they've been dead, dead in the water.
3: Yeah, they've been on TV every week, sometimes in multiple segments. I mean, especially Kabuki. Kabuki's been there since day one. Uh, for us
2: well yeah that's just it i never was getting tired of kabuki until like his dragon just kind of got there and we're already like oh fucking dragon's no good
3: that's true yeah dragon watered down the whole act and yeah it's it's...
0: yeah dragon is dragging it down (laughs) there you go You're a johnny i
3: was
2: gonna gonna congratulate you and then you insult me (laughs)
3: huh (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah. They I mean we need some new blood here in the territory. Um not much of a match. And yeah,
0: that's all I have. So Johnny okay. Ernesto's tight. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh-huh. more discussion. Than that. I mean I've seen you with some ugly shirts on and done pictures and stuff. Well, it's ugly I've never worn anything like that to the strip club. Why would I have
3: worn
2: uh, high wire trapeze tights to the strip club? <laughs> it's gonna
3: be Johnny's Halloween costume.
0: this
2: Why one. would I, I? Why? What kind of strip club hey, do you there, think I worked at? Cirque
0: du Soleil or whatever the fuck it's called. The what? The the Cirque du Soleil? soleil. I yes. was, I remember, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I frequent with the Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, the, okay. Anyway, but so going back to Jose and when. Uh, he does his challenge fucking to say, calls him a dirty, stinking Mexican <laughs> on, on the mic. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. <laughs> I was surprised he didn't pop him. And uh, besides that shitty uh, uh, arm drag, Pete, you, you guys had to see this. That fucking drop kick almost fucking accidentally murdered the great Kabuki. It, uh, he fucking dropkicked kicked. Oh, no, it was Dragon. It was actually it was Dragon. Dragon's coming in, and Adidas drop kicks way too late and just almost takes his fucking head off and just, like, lands on top of him. And they even mention it on commentary. They're like, I'm glad he didn't get all that because he might have killed him. <laughs> and I just heard that Adidas sucks. <laughs> uh, I, I, I hate, I, I don't agree on, but I, I do not like Brian Adidas. Fuck him and his dumb name.
0: <laughs> All righty. Um, then we get a Kerry Von Eric interview talking about his match with Harley Race from June at <laughs> the Stadium. What you make of this one, John?
2: Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, let me say So, uh, Kerry's wearing a skin tight, like red pants and white and yellow skin tight He looks like a a seventies Burger King employee. <laughs> you know? And he's in is that is he in, is that Al's apartment? Yeah, I was no, wondering. Maybe. It looked very similar. Is that the one they rent for Well they share. Apartment?
5: They
3: maybe they'd live together. Yeah, know. maybe Oh, hang out. They are partners. Well, you know
2: that's true. They are partners. You know, maybe that's you know they get high and listen to Elvis. I yeah. I the, <laughs> I, I'd fucking hang out with those guys.
0: That sounds like a really good time. It sounds, it sounds like, a, like a, a... in De Johnny's place, man.
2: Okay, oh, yeah. well, dude, oh come on, imagine just sitting around getting high with Carrie Von Eric and Alvin Joe listening to Elvis. That'd be fucking a blast. That'd be fantastic. In the, in the in the, in, the in the in the middle of this, the the, the clock starts going off. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> Background, and I'm just looking at camera like what is he? What is he babbling about? I don't know. But Bill's really good here. He's really he's very good at this stuff. Say what about his announcing being bland or whatever? This stuff he's so good at it. Even when the people he's involved with are not that good or the setting stinks, he's always professional. I really like him. And 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 they're he gets to talk about the end of the match because they keep going back and forth uh, to the match, and at the end, Carrie, Carrie says, and he's looking right at the camera with his giant fucking gold cross so everyone can see what a Christian he is. That's very important. It's part of the marketing, and I'm sure he totally believes that he's probably one of the good ones, but, you know, it's big, and it's and he smiles right at the camera, and he goes, well, he was bleeding there, and you know he was—he was bleeding more than I was. <laughs> and he's smiling, at this talking about this violent thing with his cross swing in there. He's—he's uh, he's so good at everything else. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, no, like, like this should be something that's really meaningful, him breaking down his match with Harley Race, and it was just garbage. What'd you make of Kelly?
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah, it wasn't much. He brings up being the whole cloud thing, you know, there was this cloud over that's me. Easy.
2: Yeah, he, that, the, well, that's his go-to, is that cloud line.
3: Yeah, and and it's confusing as to, you know, beating Harley Race makes him the uncrowned Champion. <laughs> it
2: doesn't make any sense. That makes
3: no sense. It's li- it's literally a
2: cloud of pot smoke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you don't really know what damn story line is. <laughs> no. I don't know, man. You know, I just you know, if I beat Harley Race, but I almost beat him once, yeah. but then I beat him, but he wasn't the world champion anymore. But I so that means I should be champion, right? It's the high logic.
3: <laughs> it's, it's totally high logic. Oh my God! Um, hilarious uh, stuff. Um, totally. Oh God!
0: Hilarious. The last terrible. Um, yeah. Well, what you make of the, uh, the Wild Bill Irwin interview there, Johnny?
2: Oh, he's the worst interview. Why? And he that's
0: following up a Carrie Von Eric one. So give me the fuck! I know. Like...
2: It made the Carrie one look good because he's. I mean, Salty comes on. He stinks, and. <laughs> And Irwin comes out and what uh, the And he starts. He's doing his pro and he's terrible. He's just why? He, you have he has two managers now. Two. Let's. Hussein could talk at yeah. least. You know why is he talking? He's not good at this.
0: He's being like a happy heel. And yeah, uh, it's, yeah. It's not, he's <laughs> not
2: yeah. yeah. He's, uh, it's 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 he and he's not a good actor. Not at, no. at least not at this. He's not good
0: at it. What about you, uh, Kelly? What did you guys have any different takes on this? Uh, no,
3: no. It's yeah. It was stilted and it was no good. Very poor performance by Bill here.
0: And then that leads us to do Kevin Von Erich versus Wild Bill Irwin in the main main event. What uh, what were you thinking here, Kelly, on this match? Because uh, both guys are, are technically good workers, and so I was kind of curious what was going to happen, how this was going to plan out. Uh, what were your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um,
3: well, my first note is is mustard yellow was the color of the day because both Irwin and Von Erich are also in mustard yellow. Okay, Kelly.
2: And I, okay, since you brought that up again, the one of the last times we saw a very poor fashion choice was the um, Superfly with his two tone outfit. Yes. And that yeah. and that same night, Kevin wore two tones and pulled it off. tonight someone's like we're gonna do yellow i can pull off yellow (laughs) and he
3: does (laughs) yeah i guess so it's hilarious just coming off of the renesto match then to have both these guys in the same color uh made me laugh um well we get a lot of mat work and we see kevin being very much uh like a bob backland clone like i've mentioned before, you know, Backlund style, controlling the match. Um, and then, you know, the heel gets... It seems like he's going to take charge, but nope, don't. Nope. Kevin's back in charge, always regaining control. <laughs> um, very much a Bob Backlund Jr. And eventually... I like him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with that. I have no problem with that. Erwin uh, does eventually take over, but it's short-lived. And then we get a, a less than graceful victory role at the for the finish, where I don't think Erwin knew exactly what Kevin was wanting to do, but anyway. Um, not pretty. And that's that for another <laughs> thrilling episode of World Class.
0: Yeah, you know, the match was solid. Um, you know, Kevin works the arm, and Erwin's working the leg. No, Erwin's working the arm, Kevin's on the leg. yeah little well, about, yeah, but Kevin controls most of it, and yeah. It was what it was. It was in that range of solid wrestling, hard hitting. Uh, you know, everything looked legit. Nothing looked horrible. But yeah, really didn't tell much of a story. No. What about you, Johnny? What were you thinking? Uh, so,
2: yeah. yeah, it's Salty. He's he, he gets this line. He has oh, when David Von Erich comes back, it'll be another Von Erich in H and H's hair. Pause. Wait for it. That's a pun to say that because there's not a lot of hair in H and Mercer has to, <laughs> Mercer has to put over his shitty joke, oh that's good. You know, it's like, oh no. It's see it, uh, No. And then he showing off some of that magazine knowledge, because he's talking about Tommy Rich again coming in. Uh he's like, oh Kevin von Eric, let's face Tommy Rich. And imagine it in a double disqualification in Atlanta. So you know, Kevin wants you know to 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 maybe meet him again. I'm like well, that's deep cuts. <laughs> he's and here and here's he's a he's a magazine smart fan because mm-hmm. he he gets in this line because Ric Flair at this time is champion. But remember, people were thinking. You know, who's this new guy? And the first reign didn't work out all that well and all that stuff. So he's talking about all the people coming for this supercard and mentions uh, uh, Tommy Rich as a Georgia boy. Later on, he, he goes, there'll be another Georgia boy here, you know, world champion Ric Flair, and also the seven-time champion Harley Race. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, I ain't having any of this Ric Flair bullshit. Mm-hmm. My champion's Arley Race. Who's this guy? You know, it's yeah. it's hilarious. And then, yeah, the, the 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 finish. They're in the ropes and the three count anyway. It's fucking <laughs> ch- cheating, Von Erick's, like <laughs> always They're crooked referees. And but this isn't the end of the show, Kelly. No, not over. Okay.
0: We get a carry Von Eric promo.
2: Okay, so it says still to come, world title talk, on, the, on the, 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 the 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 graphic. I'm like, what? And Bill looks a mess. Carrie's hair is frizzy as fuck, and he's in a sports coat that came out of Caddyshack. And he gets, he's doing his dumb promo, and he says at the end, he's like, I'm conditioned in my mind. I'm conditioned in my body. I'm not conditioned in my hair, as you can see. <laughs>
3: That's it. Yeah, well, we got the Nature Boy coming next week, apparently. So there we maybe go. A shot in the arm. Yeah, we arm we Boy. totally do. These last two shows have been unimpressive, that's for sure.
0: Well, I'm on that note, do we have anything to plug, guys? Uh,
3: well, like I mentioned last time, Johnny and I got something cooking, Mount Olympus style. Um, I guess I'll I'll put it over now. It's going to be a history of pop music in, in professional wrestling, so the history of real, quote-unquote, real music. Real music. Yeah, um, from the 80s, the early 80s. It, we're going to go all the way back, though. We're going to go back to, like, I have uh, a story of someone using music for, in the 1930s, so um, it'll be comprehensive uh, look at, yeah the the good old days where you could hear Eye of the Tiger and Tom Sawyer, which were being denied, I think. <laughs>
0: oh yeah,
3: damn network. Um, but yeah, I'll tell
2: you. Yeah. you Speaking just for world class again, um, and Ted Nugent can go fuck himself. But Kevin Von Erich coming out to Stranglehold is fucking killer. Eh,
3: oh, yeah. so. <laughs> it's true. So yeah, that'll look look for that to drop um, uh, early February sometime, and yeah, it'll be a good time on Mount Olympus.
0: Sweet. Follow me at Titan's O Wrestling on Twitter, and follow me on This Week in Wrestling, Indies and International. Have a great week, everybody. See you later.
1: My heartaches and troubles are just up and gone The moment that you Come in view And with your hand in mind, dear I could dance on and on And I could waltz across Texas With you Waltz across Texas With you in my arms Waltz across Texas you. Like a story book ending, I'm lost in your charms, and I could waltz across Texas
0: with you.